Hello and welcome to Hmm Interesting Choice on the Hat on Dog Network. Each month, your intrepid hosts Martin and John review weird, terrible or just plain interesting albums. Featuring special guest comedians, musicians and civilians, this podcast dissects and inspects a whole bunch of curious production choices. These discussions are presented here without comment. Bar one. Hmm, interesting choice. Today's episode dates back to the Edinburgh Fringe in 2015 and features our guest the excellent comedian Eleanor Tiernan with her pick Thin Lizzy Jailbreak. We now flash back to that episode. Today we feature another special guest, Eleanor Tiernan, the wonderful Irish comedian. Hello Eleanor. guys. Hello. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me, asking me. Um, so today's episode, um, of course, is Thin Lizzy Jailbreak, which was your own suggestion. I know, yeah, yeah. So what kind of history do you have with this album or this band? I mean, I think a lot of people have heard Thin Lizzy's hits. Uh, I don't know where you originally would have heard them. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, I hear um, that there's a song called The Boys Are Back in Town from Thin Lizzy. I hear. It I think I've heard that song. Yeah, I've, I hear it about three times a day in Ireland and uh, I'm not a fan of the song. Uh, so uh, this podcast is an opportunity for me to articulate uh, why I don't like it. Mm. And then I suppose I, I went and found the album that the song was from, mm. uh, which had other songs that I'm going to talk about it's too. And all um, very different from that mm. song. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. The music of Tin Lizzy, I suppose what it suggests to me is kind of uh, uh, car engines and it's kind of oily, mm. greasy music. It reminds me of the kind of, uh, when I was uh, a girl in the countryside in Roscommon, the kind of older guys in, you know, kind of, Thin Lizzy t-shirts wearing drainpipe jeans driving mm. Toyota Corollas with one black door around the countryside you know and uh, we all know them they weren't we uh, yeah people. they weren't they weren't something I, I, I really uh, I got on well with you know mm. they were kind of not your kind of people well, no, they they kind of uh, they were they were they, they I wasn't their kind of people, you mm. know. They made it made it their business to kind of um, uh, taunt young young girls, those their Tim Lizzy fans, you know. So I've got to. It, it sounds like a lot a of the characters in the song, especially the song "Boys Are Back mm. in Town." Exactly, yeah. This is where they don't sound like nice boys. No. Well, that's something. Yeah, that's it's a very know. lad culture song. There's yeah, there's lots of kind of neddy, chavy mm. behaviour on this. Absolutely. And being associated with sports anthems does not help that at all. Did you know their previous two albums were called Nightlife and Fighting? Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. Just sums them up. On this one, they've toned it down a bit with Breaking Out of a Prison. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, there's so much, uh, uh, there's so much associated with yeah violence and kind of mm. loud culture that and I don't mind that in a general like I like punk music I really I really like you know uh, uh, and uh, I'm not uh, opposed to the threat of violence in music but I think there should be there should be something behind it like but uh, punk music is very inclusive I find it doesn't really exclude anybody interested in that culture I think lads culture type mm. music is more like we're the lads yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, get out of our way you're in, in our way age. get out of the way yeah. you know uh, so that's mm. like punk can be like violence against like the regime and authority mm. but this is just violence against yeah people, people who are trying to do the <laughs> live their lives trying you know to get on with their day <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean Martin what do you know of this band I've I've Got Thin Lizzy greatest hits. Mm. I that's album then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, not not a massive connection to this. Um. I know that we both play guitar, and for me, anyway, when I was mm. growing up, 
Thin Lizzy was a good band to learn lead guitar with. There's but, amazing solos on mm, this. Well, it's a lot like a great Star Wars convention. Lots of good solos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the dual guitar work is really good there, like Scott yeah. Gray and Brian Robertson. And I think that, to an extent, blinded me because I will say it, there's a lot of reverential reviews about like the songwriting on this. But the rhyming scheme on it is like so simple, mm. I found. A, B, A, B. A, B, A, B. Even parts where it just repeats the same words twice. I think that comes up in about three different songs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just generally as well, I think it sounds a lot like Springsteen and Van Morrison, but mm. just like a cheap version of that, yeah. like just a knockoff Van Morrison. Yeah. Yep. There's a kind of there's like he's kind of a figure as well for Linnet in Ireland uh, mm. in terms of his uh, his history, you know, and uh, he like Ar- Ar- Ireland wouldn't have been uh, a, a, a traditionally good with other races, I suppose, mm. you know. So he represents something to Irish people. He's an example of he's a good news story of mm. Ireland and race yeah. as well, which is uh, I think people kind of maybe are attaching that to the music, mm. yeah. Too Al- so. also kind of a bad news story on the drug addiction and deaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is glossed over to an extent yeah. Um, but yeah I, I agree I've heard a lot of people saying like the multicultural Irish scene is represented exclusively by one person yeah yeah um, yeah. there's a few other stories that would contradict that but <laughs> <laughs> maybe won't yeah listening to this album just felt like I had the radio on the whole time just mm. because everything that was there is a radio staple mm. yeah uh, this wasn't a bummer to listen to like there's nice mm. rock songs in this but if you just if you start analysing it, then it can bum you out a little bit. Yeah, and it just becomes quite repetitive. I would say eventually mm. at a point. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the points that I would bring up about you know the the, the kind of loud culture around it, like I would ac- absolutely forgive other brands for doing the mm. same thing. Like Guns and Roses, I'm a huge fan of them, mm. but uh, and their 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 is their music is very you know exclusive you know of women you know yeah I would uh, agree with that. but at the same time there's something about the melodies that just makes me forgive them uh, mm. their, their songs are perhaps a bit more nuanced like November Rain is one of my favourite songs to be wrote sure yeah and I can't imagine Thin Lizzy ever even trying to write that song I think they would do the verse and they're like yeah and then do the chorus and the verse and that's it yeah uh, yeah there's a glorification within the lyrics as well and I don't like to go too heavy on lyrics because they can be metaphorical but mm. I think I think it's safe enough in this case uh, that it kind there's a li- there's a lot of kind of uh, self-pity I think in yeah. the lyrics as well you know that like uh, uh, that song Romeo and the Lonely Girl that's on the album it's very you know about this poor guy who has to leave this girl you know yeah. and he's so lonely like don't leave her then you know yeah. if, you know yes. take it's <laughs> all of the lyrics are your so choice. selfish <laughs> yeah. and they're just yeah. solely focused on him and his point of view and if a girl doesn't like him it Truly, just says forget her at one point yeah. Yeah. and tells nothing about their <laughs> yeah. perspective. They're well, just they're just wrong for disagreeing with them. Exactly, that's the middle verse of the boys are back mm. in town, and there's a potential like the, there's a girl who hits a guy in the face, and and they go, well, if she, that chick don't want to know, forget mm. her. You know, no explanation of why <laughs> no, she slapped exactly. him. There's she no must investigation. Have been exactly, it's there's a potential sexual assault going on there <laughs> yeah. that they've just ignored. Hey, but forget her, forget yeah. her. I, I feel yeah. like that's like some that's the side of the story like they would tell basically mm. and then like for no reason whatsoever <laughs> yeah. she yeah. slaps John your honour yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah yeah. Um, but let's let's get on started with the album let's talk about first track perhaps Jailbreak sure. yes Jailbreak um, when you start an album you think they're going to start with a big intro or something they're going to build up it literally start with a bang. starts like that with a bang <laughs> 
That's pretty much it. One note held for a couple of seconds. It's not a bad start. I'm against it. But do you want to start to get into some of the lyrics of this? Yes. So, tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in the town. Where's that going to happen? Do you think it's the jail part of town, maybe? Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps the jail. (laughs) Hey, that's probably being very presumptuous. Yeah. Could happen at the golf course, perhaps. How does Phil Nina know there's going to be a jailbreak as well? What's uh, what's his connection to the job? inside? Mm. Um, Maybe I he suspect, works in a jail. No, I think he's just. Uh, I, th- I think he's trying to associate himself with criminal behaviour, where mm. he's not really that tough a guy yeah. underneath it all at all. You know, he's telling everybody to get out of the he's way. You know, <laughs> yeah, be safe. Yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, there's a, there's a yeah. Keep keep going with the the lyrics there. Of course. Um, well, we can perhaps fade into the chorus because sure. it's, it's an unusual part, I would say. Tonight there's gonna be trouble. Some of us won't survive. See the boys and me mean business. Busting out dead or alive. I can hear the Right, he's talking about how some of them won't survive. The line is busting out dead or alive. I would love to see them busting out dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All these corpses are ex- escaping. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think that's that's a good introduction to this album because that's kind of all the songs like palm muted distortion and some nice lead guitar. Yeah. Uh, On to the next song um, Angel from the Coast. Now, well, this is one of my. This is probably the song I think is the worst on the album, to be mm. honest. Not really a fan of it at all. There this one p- kind of passed me by. Not yeah. Not much to say on it. I don't have a lot to say on it. Me either now. Um, uh, yeah, it was. It's, it's, it's talking about his holidays or something like that by the coast. Uh, yeah. Somebody who's Who met. knows? Yeah. With a murderous angel, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say there's a part that says Sally took to playing poker. The Joker is her favourite cards. In poker, that's a bad card. That suggests something very problematic is happening in that game. But this is probably similar to a lot of these filler songs. They're just so generic and yeah. bland. I, I just don't have anything to say about them at all. Yeah, I'm not sure that there's there's anything kind of. It, 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 they don't kind of go anywhere. There's no journey within the songs. Mm. Uh, you know, they don't mm. kind of. You know, the third verse. There's no revelation. Of yeah, there's no progression. Yeah, uh, the band them. journey don't appear at any point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's go into the third one. Why not running back? Um, apparently, this was the one that we're going to really push as the like single. Yeah, the single before uh, "Boys Are Back in Town," but mm. they thought "Boys Are Back in Town" would be too aggressive for the radio, so right. they, they thought this one, which mm. again I think is very bland. I don't really like this. Again, one. I would agree. It's very Steely Dan almost. This mm. song. This is my favourite of the that the, the, are the least worst song mm. I, th- oh, the, right, okay. uh, I think on the album. I found it because at least he's not painting himself as a hero in mm. this song. Yeah. He's he's kind of mm. he's just being sad. He's <laughs> being sad and he's he's lost his girlfriend and he's he's opening up emotionally to yeah, us about yeah. that. And I mm. I suppose he's not blaming her. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's showing some regret. He's not mm. calling her female. You know, in it. <laughs> you know, he's kind of uh, been a bit more. Uh, hum- humane. Yeah, but nicely he's bookended that with the next one, Romeo and the Lonely Girl, that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Now, this one features a word that doesn't exist. 
This song features all poor Romeo sitting on his O'Neo. Sitting out on his O'Neo. Out on his which O'Neo. I think is wor- the worst line in the album. <laughs> one of the yep. worst courses. I, can't, I could not believe when he started singing that. Can we listen to that? Yeah. But before I could I'll say I like the guitar in this. The guitar's quite good on this. It's not the usual chugging chords. That's so bad. That's <laughs> terrible. He's thought of that vocal melody and then thought, it doesn't matter if there's any words that work with mm. it. I'm just going to say anything. This is getting back to the thing where they're just like a rip-off of other bands. Like this is similar mm. to the, that Dire Straits song, which is like mm. fe- very emotional and there's a lot of depth to this. He says, yeah, I'll just do Romeo song. Romeo sitting out on his O'Neill. You can't do that. You can't just call, like try and... Ah, just put no effort into the lyrics. Yeah. Romeo and the Lonely Girl. You might say that he should have said Juliet, but no, she doesn't even have a name. No. No. Just some lonely girl. It's come back to just the self-centeredness again after the previous song of being, oh, I miss my girlfriend, I wish I was back with her, and now it's just, yeah, some some girl, not even going to name her. Yeah, and she might not even be that lonely. You know, yeah. maybe she's better <laughs> off without him. Maybe she's kind of happy is- enough, you know. It's a bit presumptuous of him to think that she's missing him that yeah. much. She might be She might be fine. I, I can definitely believe there's an unreliable narrator and Phil yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah she's definitely lonely not me um, yeah on to the next song which is Horrific Warriors um, this one starts with the lyrics I am the warrior I serve the death machine <laughs> which is a machine that kills people I presume this is a very very explicitly violent song and losers or conquerors all flash past my silver screen is he's he taken a warrior of or a cinema? Yeah, <laughs> is it a war film? I don't know. He's, he's obviously confused. documenting the war machine's efforts. <laughs> and then he says of this war machine, it ain't pretty. As if we can pull that from the death machine part. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's just this kind of toxic masculinity that he's mm. trying to kind of uh, put across and and, mm. and 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 get fans. But yeah, I don't. I don't um, yeah, what's the masculine thing we can think of? Yeah, a death machine <laughs> will guys. conquer it all. I delivered the fatal blow. Yeah, <laughs> his heart is ruled by Venus and his head is ruled by Mars. Oh, poor Phil. You know <laughs> that that's kind of what I dislike about Thin Lizzy after like re-listening to it. I remember um, thinking, oh, this is like a more interesting song, like in terms of his lyrics. And I remember a lot of reviews saying like, oh, it's like much better than the usual rock stuff. Like, that's an example of a line like that last one. He's just been like, oh yeah, Venus and Mars, and it just means nothing at all. Like, it gives the illusion of depth. And I think a lot of people have been sold on that. Yeah. Um, perhaps because of like the cult of celebrity over Phil it. Yeah, that's just a book he's read and he's like, I'll put that as a lyric. Exactly. That's a book title. Yeah. Don't need to know what it means or yeah. have any further thoughts on it. That's worth saying. Before we go on to the next one, one of the reasons apparently it's quite violent, this album, is that it was meant to be a concept album that was all about war throughout it initially. Really? Now, they, didn't, they didn't follow through on it. Mm. Um, but going on to the next one, The Boys Are Back In Town, apparently this was meant to be about Vietnam vets coming home. Okay. Oh, right. Now, know. he didn't follow through on that because there's mm. nothing that implies it whatsoever. Yeah. 
Um, but I didn't know Ireland were involved in the Vietnam War either. I I've never <laughs> heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, he's another. I, th- I think country. that's maybe why he never actually executed that. He was like, really like to sing about Vietnam vets. Oh wait, no, Ireland, we weren't involved in that war. Yeah. Let's pick some war we've been involved in. Wait, no, let's just talk about the boys coming back to town. Well, the obvious comparison there then is the the U2 uh, war, uh, their their early albums, you know, Mm, which kind of did have a lot of political stuff uh, and are great. I really like them anyway, uh, but I was going to say they're great. Mm. What do you guys think? There's more depth to those, I think, than this. Yeah, like another podcast about U2 has got me into the early albums like Boy and War. And I can't remember the other. It's unforgettable fire. Unforgettable fire. Joshua yeah. Tree. Those like, ones. As they go on, I like find them tougher to get into. And I, I will say I've heard the things on their new album, which is quite good. But um, the first ones are almost more like Joy Divisionly, like um, rapid and more punky than yeah. what we usually do now. Yeah. Um, in comparison to this, which lacks substance, I would say like that. That song. The, the thing that I hate about the boys in ba- are back in town the most is because it's became this sports anthem, people love doing like the vocal melody, like for da 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 da. That is just infuriates me yeah. anytime I hear someone doing that. It's like, so repetitive. It's very, it almost feels like, like they had that line for the guitar and we're like, okay, we need a song for this. Yeah. Like that's the only thing in this song yeah, that we people need something to sing or whistle. Yeah, yeah. This is the ultimate. We talked a lot about that in the intro of just the Chav Ned type culture. Though this is that song. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff in the lyrics there. Yeah, I would love to hear a song written from the point of view of shop owners in the town who were <laughs> yeah. <laughs> annoyed. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, oh, no, oh no, the boys are back in town. Yeah, oh, I want dear. I want the song from the perspective of the old men driving crazy <laughs> by the boys, the wild-eyed yeah. boys. <laughs> Which yeah. is not a description <laughs> of somebody I want to deal with. Yeah, and he's just presuming how, like, his excitement that the boys be back, that everybody else is going to go yeah, along with yeah. that, you know, no yeah. fail, sorry. Another lad culture <laughs> thing, like, we're the yeah. best, everybody loves our antics. Yeah, and where did Phil meet the boys as well? Where did he come across them? Are they, did jail. they come up every, <laughs> yeah, well. well so you said it was yeah. Vietnam, I, I'm assuming these guys are getting out of jail. It's link with jailbreak, of course. Yeah, the break is just like being on parole. Yeah, well, maybe the boys are, are going to disappoint Phil as well. Maybe they're going to get out of jail and go. Actually, Phil, you know, we're we've we're, been real. Yeah, yeah, we're we're a bit. Uh, he wrote that song we don't want to bef- go back in. He wrote that song the day before they were released. So excited about all the crime they could commit. Yeah. These like, cats are crazy. Yeah. Oh, Phil, man, calm down. Yeah, we've learned. <laughs> we've grew up. But this is just like the worst example of um, those. Uh, I referred, I think, earlier to like a Ringo Starr album that we had done. Like the rhyming scheme in this is like that night over at Johnny's place. Well, this chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face. Man, we just fell about the place. Sure. And then the last line: If that chick don't want to know, forget her. Mm. That's it. Like th- throughout, I'll take more issue just of what's being described there rather than the the rhyming structure. And then after that, it's saying drink will flow and blood will spill. spill. At Dino's yeah. bar and grill. <laughs> Sounds like a great poor bar Dino. And yeah, Dino needs to release an album. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Two stars on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> Too much blood. <laughs> also, like the you know that chick that used to dance a lot. Like no, but I know the guy that used to dance a lot. Do you know his name, John? 
Sir Dan Salad. <laughs> damn it. I believe he was a knight. Yes, he was knighted for services to, to dance. To dance. <laughs> Lord of the dance. There is this part on this that I'm going to play a little sample from. Um, it's at three minutes ten. Um, basically, it kind of breaks into like West Side Story background vocals. Little whispers. <laughs> you can just imagine clicking with it. Yeah, West End musical time. <laughs> My other link to this song is I I play basketball and a team we play against. Oh, so you hear this every single game? Every single time <laughs> they they use this as their warm up song, and I'm going slowly insane every year that we play this team. And it's it's there's just something surreal about warming up playing basketball with this in the background. So it's like a psychological warfare machine. Yeah. It just bums me out a lot. Yeah, there was a a, pol- um, a political story about it, the song as well. That some of the American um, presidential candidates were oh, yeah, applying yeah. to use use I think the song. It was Matt Romney, who was like, "The boys are back." He's <laughs> yeah. like the most white man, no charisma in the world guy. Yeah, he could Did only use the chorus. It? I think he'd have to cut it off. You know, <laughs> uh, after that. Did he get rejected then? Did they say, "Don't use that"? Please. I think Phil in its estate. Yeah, yeah, mm. has rejected it. Yeah. This yeah. this is also like I can imagine it working well for like political rallies like that, but also just trailers and TV shows. Like this song is used a lot mm. to kind of represent that. Hey, yeah. the boys are especially back, if the guys. boys are back in yeah. that TV show. Yeah, if it's two guys that are in the show, mm. they went away. Mm. They're coming back. back. On to the next one, uh, fight or fall. Um, I really don't think this is a very good song. Like I really don't have a lot. Again. All, all I'm picking out on this song is like the rhyming scare, scheme on this is here, clear, fear, year mm. time, I'm time simple rhyming schemes could you play a sample of 1 minute 20 yeah. after all this time I'm telling myself 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 like that bit. That was it. So, yep. That's what you wanted to listen yep. to. Some, some of the production on the vocals is kind of interesting. There's an effect on Warriors, which is weird. It's mm. like this echo delay thing. It just makes them sound like a demon, though, because that song's about the death machine. Mm. This is definitely a chilled out ballad, though, compared to mm. like Boys Are Back in Town yeah, and this all is the other songs down. that are Boys yeah. Back in Town and Jailbreak. This is calming the boys down, <laughs> basically. They've been on the rampage and... Mm. Everyone's picking up the pieces. They're sitting in the jail cell. Well, this is called Fight or Fall. (laughs) So they must have fell. They fell, yeah. (laughs) Bumped their heads. Yeah. Uh, Don't have much to say about that, so on to the next one. Uh, Cowboy song. Now, is that a metaphorical cowboy? Or is that a real cowboy? That's my question. This is like two songs. The first verse kind of opens and then it just changes completely, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, which is an odd... It, is, it starts very quiet and reserved. I was yeah. very angry by the start of this just because the first line is just like, I'm a cowboy on Lonesome Trail, a starry night at campfire light, the coyote call, the howling winds wail, so I ride out to the old sundown. Like, that's how it starts, and it sounds like a cowboy song. The bass like, is very what, nice. What are you that guys bit? doing? What I, are you I guys like the bass part on that. But then, so if you play a clip from 30 seconds, it goes into what you were talking about. Mm, the, the boys are back in town. Yeah, basically. it just becomes it again, yeah. Stick to what works. Harmonica in the background. <laughs> so shit. <laughs> to the old sundown. 
At this point, you don't know where he's going. No. no. What's he doing? Oh. oh. There we oh. go. Bibbly. <laughs> We're not around the campfire anymore, guys. <laughs> I've just pictured the cowboys fighting now. <laughs> guy getting thrown through the saloon doors. Yeah, yeah. Blood on the streets. Yeah. yeah. The closing line to this is also, the cowboy's life is the life for me. Which, is that not like yo-ho-ho, yes. the pirate's life for me? Is that a reference to that? Was that deliberate? Pirates and cowboys, they're combining them both. They're both cartoonish characters. Yeah. That's, that's maybe why I think this song works more than a lot of... It feels very cartoonish. I can imagine this going over like a Disney cartoon in the West. Yeah. I suppose to try and give him some credit, at least he's trying something in this song. Yeah. Like he's not just uh, um, being lazy with his lyrics or just writing about guys fighting in a pub. He's like, okay, let's try and do a cowboy song. I yeah. Give him some credit for that. Painting a picture. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you know who doesn't have a theme song? Yosemite Sam. Let's write one for him. Mm. I want to hear more about Yosemite Sam's point of view. Uh, excellent. And on to the final song, Emeralds. Um, I think this song's about Ireland. Mm. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going off the name alone almost. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a war song, maybe. Well, yeah. <laughs> Down from the Glen come the marching men with their shields and their swords. Mm. It has to be a war-like song. Um, it seems like because obviously they they redid the whiskey in the jar song, so mm. it sounds like an old like it might have been a folk song. But that's kind of what I thought. But there's nobody credit. There's no like credit for traditional or anything which you usually sure. see for them. So I think this is them trying to write an old folky type song because this is. Um, let me double check. It's a four minute song. The lyrics are done at 1 minute 25, and it's just guitar solos from that point. This is basically the prototype for Muse songs. Like, very minimal <laughs> lyrics about war, and then guitar solos for mm. the rest of it. I will say it's the, the best guitar work on the album. The guitar solos are great. I don't think we've maybe said that enough. They are, yeah. they are very good. You can't really criticise that from mm. like either a songwriting perspective or guitar yeah. playing perspective. I, I'm kind of interested in like how... Like original, this would have been in the context of when it came out because I, I don't have that context. I'm mm. like, surely this is more interesting. Well, surely it's more interesting, like Iron Maiden or Judas Priest. Um, mm. But then again, I've heard Judas Priest do songs about like the working class rather than just people fighting. Well, I think they spent a long time manufacturing this album. From what I read, they did bring in another guitarist. Yeah, they brought in add. like vinyl and CD. <laughs> To, to add like more commercial it literally said more commercial elements to some of the songs to make them pop your mm. singles and other guitarists were like this is this has been too rigid like I think the producer they were working with as well was also nailing down like the guitar solos note for note with so a hammer <laughs> so it was ve like very rigid and very constrained mm. and uh, <laughs> John's just trying to interrupt my train of thought was gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. that was all I had to say about that yeah, yeah. awesome Right, okay, so usually what we do is uh, we give a rating and like talk about whether what we whether we think they achieved what they wanted to do on the album. So, Eleanor, do you like, dislike, hate or love this album? And do you think they achieved what they wanted on this album or not? I think I dislike the album. Mm. I think they achieved what they wanted. Mm. What do you think yeah. they were trying to achieve? Yeah. 
I think uh, I think they made an album that is uh, appeals to kind of uh, young men without kind of much uh, um, thought. You know, you know, it's kind of a superficial uh, mm. um, thing that. Um, uh, you know, you you don't need to kind of. There's no reflection involved in it, and yeah, I think they think they did that. I think um, this is almost a forerunner for a lot of those like laddy bands that are still around now. Like I was think as I was listening to Arctic it, I was Monkeys, Arctic Monkeys, perhaps like Kaiser Chiefs, mm, and things like this are like yeah, that's just like everything we want to do, mm. uh, and musically like muse. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree. Like this is, I think he has achieved what he wants, which is starring fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you like, dislike, hate, love? Um, I. It's it's difficult for me to rate this as it's going to be a like or dislike. Now, usually, I'm very annoyed with people who try to put give middle ground opinions. I think I'll go with dislike because I am rating it musically. Like I, this has a a place for me because like. If you are a young musician, this is just such a fun band to play along to. It feels more, it sounds more complex than it is. Mm. So if you can play it, like you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm good at guitar. There's a lot of good music on here, There's not necessarily music. songwriting. Yeah, structure isn't great. The lyrics aren't good, mm. and like the themes are just depressing and angry. Um, so yeah. Yeah, should be a dislike. I'd, I'd probably agree with a lot of that. I'd say dislike as well, just because there's only a couple of songs I really like, and now having analysed them a bit more, I'm not sure if I like them anymore. Um, I feel like they would have got more mileage if they weren't as played out on the radio. If they were like a smaller, lesser-known band, yeah. they maybe would have got away with that. Like, I'd probably love the song Boys Are Back In Town if I haven't heard it 70,000 times yeah. and now analysed the lyrics a bit more. <laughs> But as as an album as well, I don't think it's too great just because there is two or three good songs and then they've just there's copied them and then there's just other songs like you say filler songs mm. that aren't really doing much yeah. that aren't interesting. Yeah, the, so. our podcast is about how interesting the album <laughs> yeah. is. We've skipped over two entirely. Yeah, no interesting choices. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they did they did achieve I think because I think we've we've done quite a lot of albums where artists have um, or we've covered a lot of artists albums who this is an album that they're trying to get more commercial success for mm-hmm. and I think they, they did do that and they certainly achieved, achieved for that yeah yeah I'd agree they, they achieved the selling out that they wanted on this <laughs> album yeah and the two like the two previous ones hadn't done as well mm. as I don't this, think, I think so yeah like so this the is nightlife and fighting <laughs> <laughs> why did that album yeah. fighting not do better the manager's like guys we need to like to streamline the direction somehow is there any way we can combine the nightlife with fighting <laughs> oh prison breaks yeah. Yeah. the perfect combination yeah. of both yeah the boys are back in town to it's fight nighttime. people yeah um excellent Thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug? Twitter or website? Uh, yes, yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter. I'm at Eleanor Tiernan on Twitter. Uh, I've, my Facebook page is the link is too unwieldy to explain, yeah. but uh, that's what we do too. We're just like, go to our Twitter. <laughs> everything's there. Yeah, I'm doing my show in the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, mm. I don't know if there's time to for people to um, to come and see this it. This won't come out in time, I'm afraid. So. No. Okay. can plug it for next year's Edinburgh Fringe absolutely yeah yeah well I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back yeah yeah come, come and see me yeah. awesome thanks guys
Mmm, Interesting Choice is a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.